Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Asa, age nine, about teamwork, and if it's necessary for people who work together to be friends. There's ups and downs to both sides, so have a listen to what Asa thinks is the most important part about working together. So my question for you then is, should teammates be friends? Should teammates be friends? If you're on the same team as somebody, do you have to be their friend? Don't have to, but it's nice to make friends. Okay, so tell me more. You don't have to be friends, but it's nice to make friends. And... You should at least like be kind to them because if you want to make friends, and being kind is kind could be a good way to make friends. Yeah, being kind is normally a great way of making friends. You're absolutely right. But is the purpose of the team to make friends? Say you're playing there a, a game of football, right? And you've got your team, there's 11 of you on the team trying to put the ball in the goal, trying to win the match. What's your, what's your objective there? Are you there to make friends or what are you trying to do there? Oh, yeah. You're there to put, get the ball to the other side with, with using your feet, but also with dodging obstacles and then you have to kick it in the goal without missing and without someone, the goalkeeper catching it. Yeah, so those are the rules of football, aren't they? Um, I, I know what you mean. So is it is it easier or harder if you're playing with your friends? It's kind of in the middle. Because sometimes you can have arguments and sometimes like you, because you're, you, you make friends and you like each other, then it, they could pass to you if if you want the ball. Right. Really interesting. I like how you said it. It's in the middle. I mean, sometimes it's good to play with your friends. Sometimes it's bad to play with your friends. So let's think through that a little bit more. So I think what you said was, I think you mentioned one bad example, right? That they might only pass to the people that they like and are friends with. Yeah, 
and also sometimes that you can get into arguments. You can definitely get into arguments, can't you? Why didn't you pass the ball to me? Why are you hogging the ball? You shouldn't have shot from there. I had a wide open goal. You should have passed to me. I've definitely had those arguments on the football pitch. Yeah. Any reasons it's good, though, to play with your friends? It's good because, like, playing with your friends, it can, like, it be sometimes it can be fun because you're playing with people you know and you might want to play with your friends. Like, when you go to school and make friends, then you like to play with them. But if you don't have any have friends, you can try making friends. But if you don't try making your friends, normally one of the things you would do is that either you could just play your game by yourself or you could also just ask someone if you can play. So that's why people like might like playing with their friends. People might like playing with their friends, yeah, because it's more familiar, isn't it? You'll have more fun. It's easier to get involved. I can completely understand that. What if your friends were all very similar to you, right? So you'll play football in a certain way, won't you? What What is your footballing style? What do you What are you good at on the football pitch? What's What kind of player are you? Uh, I like being both, but I like being goalkeeper less. Okay, what's your favourite position outside, out, outfield? Midfield or striker. Midfield striker. Okay, so let's say all your friends were like you. Okay, let's say all your friends were midfield or strikers. And the whole team is made up of midfielders and strikers only. Because you're playing with your friends and your friends are like you and you're like your friends. What would happen to the team? Then the team would not really have good defences or attackers because you don't really have them. And some people need to just stay on the other side so that if the ball comes, then they can defend it easily. Mm. And also, like if you just have lots of them, it can start to get quite boring. If you just be all the time so you might want to change right so sometimes when we play with our friends and if our friends are quite similar to us the team can become a bit imbalanced right in your example if they're all midfielders and strikers we'd have no goalkeeper (laughs) or defenders and also might get a bit boring as you said and if you have no goalkeeper they can just Kick it over you and the and over you and exploring the goal. Yeah, you would not win with that strategy, would you? Yeah. So you know, we're talking about groups of people doing something together here. We're using the example of your friends at school being teammates on the football pitch. But grown-ups, we have the same thing, right? Your mum and dad will have the same thing at their work, right? Wherever we work in an office or wherever we work. Will work with other people, other grown-ups. And maybe some of them will like, and some of them we would call our friends, and some of them, well, we won't like, right? Because you can't like everybody around you. 
or at least you can't be best friends with everybody around you. So that's kind of how it is in, in the big world, you know, in big companies with lots of people, we grown up, we can't really be best friends with everyone. But is that okay? That's always something yeah. I've wondered. I wanted to get your thoughts. Is that okay? It's okay, but because sometimes people make friends of other people. So it's okay if that happens because then they won't feel like they're left out in case that you don't want to be their friend. But otherwise, if they just be mean to you and you don't like them, then it's kind of okay because you can't just be, like, you can't just have someone that keeps being mean to you. Like, if, so that's why. It's kind of okay. It's okay because we'll we'll make friends where we need to, and it's also okay if we're not best friends with everybody. As long as people aren't mean, we don't need to have to be best friends with everybody, huh? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the diversity is helpful. You know how we said it's good when you have some attackers, some midfielders, some defenders. Same sort of thing in the workplace, right? Maybe you need some people who are really good with numbers and other people are really good with words and other people are really good at good people and other people are really good at building stuff and other people are really good at social media and, and, and so on and so on and so on. You need lots of different people, lots of different skill sets. And it's quite interesting. And you should totally ask your mum and dad about this, about meetings and when things go wrong and arguments at work and it's just like what you said, it's, it's difficult when you have an argument with a friend. You know, if they haven't passed the ball to you in football, you might have these arguments and it might damage your friendship a little bit. Same thing can happen at work for grown-ups. And so I, I always think it's interesting to think about, you know, should teammates be friends? Should people who work together, do they need to be friends? or not you know how can you work effectively as a team without necessarily being best friends with everybody that's possible because there's some also it can happen it can happen if you are like with someone else quite similar like you like to do the same things and then it can also be easier to work with. It can be easier to work with somebody who is similar, like you. Not how in the physical appearance, but like in the mental one, like what things you like and stuff. Right, right. I like how you said that, not physically similar, but mentally, personality-wise, it can be easier, can't it? One thing we do need to be careful of, though, is that we might then all want to be midfielders and attackers, right? We might all only see the world in one way. We might only care about scoring goals, and we might forget that actually we need to defend as well. 
It's yeah. that diversity, that range of opinions and thoughts and skills and motivations is actually quite important as well. Something to bear in mind, if you ever have to formulate a team or a group of people to do something. So good stuff, Isa. We'll leave that one there. That was all about should teammates be friends and all of the implications that come along with that. Well done for thinking through that. Thank you. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.